Welcome to Dad Devotionals with Dave Domzowski. This is the place for Christian fathers, husbands, and those who love them to find the inspiration, grace, and guidance to help you live God's will for your life and finish your race strong. We share scripture readings, prayers, and advice to help you in your personal and professional life. Now pop in the earbuds or turn up the volume and let's get to today's episode. Hey guys, welcome to Bright Week and welcome to Dad Devotionals. Let's get to our reading and then we'll get to our interview with Father Barnabas Powell. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, peace be with you. This is coming to us from the Gospel of John. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. So Jesus said to them again, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. Now Thomas, called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to him, We have seen the Lord. So he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. For our reflection, Father Barnabas, you'll hear this in the talk, Father Barnabas shared this with us from uh, St. Isaac the Syrian. And it's part of a, a write-up called uh, Words of Eternal Life. And there's one line that is what, is what I want us to reflect on this week. This life has been given to you for repentance. Do not waste it in vain pursuits. Well, Father Barnabas has a lot to share with us today. And uh, I can't wait for you guys to hear that interview. So without further ado, we're going to go into that interview with Father Barnabas Powell right now. Welcome to Dad Devotionals. It's my pleasure to introduce you to Father Barnabas Powell. Father Barnabas is the founder of Faith and Courage Ministries, whose mission it is to be a catalyst for the appreciation and the adoption of an intentional practice of the Orthodox Christian faith. He also hosts a couple of podcasts for Faith and Courage on Ancient Faith, and he is, of course, the parish priest at Saints Raphael, Nicholas, and Irene Greek Orthodox Church in Georgia. Father, welcome to Dad Devotionals. It is great to have you. It's an honor to have. It's an honor to be here today, especially during this special time of the year. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Now, before we begin, is there anything that I left out of the intro that you want to share here, really quick? Well, I would love for everybody to know also about Journey to Fullness. That's the uh, video series that we did a few years ago. That uh, now over two hundred parishes are using it to introduce people to the Orthodox Christian faith. It's called Journey to Fullness. Uh, Ancient Faith Store has it available. It's a sixteen-part video series. And along with a workbook that people have been using to introduce people to the faith, it's frankly one of the things that we do here at, uh, at our parish to bring new people on. We're a 70% convert parish in our area. Uh, and uh, we at, last year, we had about 22 families enter the church at Pascha. This year, because of the, um, of the, uh, of the, the pandemic, everything's having to be put on hold. So we'll be bringing in folks uh, after we're allowed to start gathering back again. Uh, later on this year, God willing, sooner the better, uh, we pray. 
but the Journey to Fullness uh, program is something that, uh, that Faith and Courage Ministries has produced specifically to be a help to local parishes in introducing people uh, to the Orthodox faith. I don't know if you realize this, but uh, most marriages in the Greek Orthodox Archdiocese mm -hmm. are between an Orthodox Christian and a non-Orthodox Christian. Interesting. And a lot of, in fact, 80%, eight out of 10 marriages performed in the Greek Orthodox Archdiocese. I don't know what about, about the other jurisdictions, but mm -hmm. I'm sure um, mixed marriages, as they're euphemistically called, uh, are uh, very common uh, to one degree or another. Yeah. But one of the things that we wanted to do is create a program where that non-Orthodox Christian spouse mm -hmm. can learn about the Orthodox faith and, frankly, embrace it. We want That's them to convert. Great. That's wonderful. Uh, I will make sure to link that up in the show notes so people can uh, take advantage of that. And it's Thank funny you. you mentioned, you know, the, um, I, I guess the inter-denominational uh, marriages, because at the time when my wife and I got married, she was Orthodox, but it was a long journey for her to get there. And I was Catholic at the time. And ah. uh, we ended up convert. I ended up converting, you know, to keep everything in the family, right? So. There you go. <laughs> well, a lot of people do. I mean, right. that's, that's really very, very common. And yet, one of the things that we found uh, by the way, this is another thing that I, I didn't expect happened. Sure. The vast majority of of people taking the Journey to Fullness class mm -hmm. are lifelong Orthodox. Wow, interesting. And, and the reason why I had one guy write me and he said, "Father, thank you so much for this uh, program. I was born in the Orthodox Church my whole life, but I didn't really know much about my faith. Hmm. I didn't really know that much about my faith." And and Journey to Fullness has created a hunger for me to learn more about the tradition and the faith that I've always just kind of taken for granted. Well, that's uh, beautiful, especially awesome. right now. Yeah. yeah that, that's fantastic. Yeah. Really. Actually, I'm glad you brought the, up the, the, the conversion because, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm a convert, so is my wife, and I understand yeah. that you are as well. Oh, sure. So, yeah. Can you give us a, a, a short account? I'm sure a lot of people know, but I'd love for you to just share with us briefly about, you know, your conversion. Yeah, I was a Pentecostal pastor. I had spent uh, most, uh, all of my life in the Pentecostal church, uh, and then uh, when I became a pastor, uh, after my first stint in, uh, in Bible school, uh, I uh, graduated with a uh, degree in uh, Bible and theology with, uh, and pastoral theology uh, with an undergraduate of pastoral counseling. Uh, and started a church in Woodstock, Georgia, and uh, quickly found out that uh, uh, the faith is a much bigger house than I was led to believe, me and my best friend would meet together and talk about uh, uh, the faith, the church. We wanted to, we wanted to really be as, as authentically Christian as we possibly could. That's what, that's frankly the way most American Christians are. Most American Christians, they're, they're, they really want to be Christian. God bless them. Uh, and so we started, we fell in love with church history. I learned it in school and my best friend also loved church history. And we would read church history and we kept coming across these Orthodox people. And Rod, my best friend, would say, you know, did you read this? I said, yeah, Rod, I think these, these Orthodox folks are wonderful. I said, have you ever met one? You ever seen one before? <laughs> I don't think so. I said, well, I don't think I have either. wonder if they made it. Do, they, do you think they still exist? <laughs> well, I mean, we didn't know. Yeah, and no, I, I get like it. like the Orthodox Church has been beating on everybody's door trying to yeah. let them know what was going on. Exactly. So, uh, so we took a 10-year journey, and uh, me and my best friend and his family and 20 families from the church that I was pastoring um, uh, in Woodstock, Georgia, we all entered the church in November of 2001, and then I went back to seminary and uh, 
here I am now as a priest. Well, it's interesting you mentioned Woodstock. I guess more better things coming out of Woodstock, Georgia, than the other one, right? <laughs> I don't know. That, that Jimi Hendrix uh, national anthem is pretty cool. <laughs> Well, let's let's dive into um, you know we're when this airs, Father. It's going to be Pascal already have happened. Okay. Um, so I want to talk about Bright Monday and the significance of Bright Monday, but then also how can we keep the joy of Pascha alive, especially when we're not in church physically right now? Yeah, that's fair. One of the things that I think is extremely important for people, uh, especially now, and huh, forgive me if I try to find a silver lining in all of this, but there really is actually tons of it. Sure, please. If this wakes us up to to avoid taking our faith for granted, mm-hmm. um, glory to God. Now, not glory to God for the pain, and not glory to God for the suffering, and not glory to God, God forbid, for those who have reposed. That's not glory to God um, for for that. We're not rejoicing that that's happened. But if it wakes me up, if it shakes me awake where I'm no longer the zombie of, oh, goodness, this is the routine that I'm always in, because our routines have been completely upended. Right. Uh, and that can be a good wake-up call for us, but it's up to us. It's our choice. St. Isaac of Syria said it best. If you want to keep the joy of Pascha, then you got to listen to what St. Isaac says. This life has been given to you for Matanya, for repentance. Do not- Hey guys, uh, Father Barnabas Powell for this episode had a little bit of technical difficulties on his end. So that full quote from St. Isaac the Syrian goes like this. This life has been given to you for repentance. Do not waste it in vain pursuits. Now we're going to jump right back into Father Powell's answer uh, and what he's talking about with Pascha. To remind us, we do all kinds of wonderful things to remind us that we're in the season of Pascha. It's a season. When Bright Monday is here, go by your church if you get a chance. You'll see the, 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 the curtains pulled back and the doors are open. The bay leaves are still scattered all over the place. And it looks just like we just finished with the Paschal service. That's going to be that whole week. Right. The whole week, it's going to be just like we left it uh, mm-hmm. when, when we had the Agape service that Sunday morning. Uh, and so that's a picture for us for Bright Week to celebrate and to keep that Paschal joy. But Paschal joy has everything to do with us knowing who Jesus Christ is and what he's accomplished. Jesus Christ has conquered your enemies. He's conquered death, sin, the devil. Everything that makes you a slave is now impotent if you will finally turn towards him. So for me, what keeps my Paschal joy going uh, is the fact that, you know, I've got my light, I've got my altar corner, uh, that's decorated as as a Paschal celebration, and I know that for 40 days, I'm celebrating the resurrection. I tell some of my Protestant friends, don't try to celebrate Easter in 24 hours. You'll hurt yourself. You'll hurt, you'll pull something. It's too much. So use the whole season. Well, you know, you know, Father, I, I see your your icon corner in the, behind you there, and I, you know, I'm just reminded of, uh, you know, especially at this time, having our homes become that little church outside yep. of church is is just so much more important, it seems, than than we maybe we took it for granted before. Uh, yep. Can you talk to us about that, about how we can do a better job of that, especially uh, at a time like this? Well, especially dads, and I know that's what the focus is here. Mm-hmm. Uh, dads, you're the priest of your home. 
Huh. Lord have mercy. I don't know about you, but that really falls on my shoulders pretty heavy. Yes. Doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it does. Man. I don't, I, I'd a whole lot rather the, the priest at the church just be the priest and leave me alone. Please. <laughs> I got a golf date. <laughs> I got a tea time in two hours. I don't have time to be the priest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Too bad, boys. <laughs> You're the priest. Yes, definitely. <laughs> You're the priest of your home. Definitely. So your children need to see you making your cross. They need mm. to see you standing in front of your icon corner. They need to, you for you to greet them in the morning with Christ is risen. Yeah. They need to learn what the response is. So the best thing for you to do, have that place on an eastern wall in your home. I, I love what, what, what one sister said. One nun uh, was saying that uh, the devil has closed the churches and opened thousands of other churches in home churches all over the world. Yes, amen. Talking about stepping in it. The <laughs> devil can't, can't, uh, can't win for losing. Yep. I mean, just I mean, every time he does something that turns out to be good for us. Exactly. No wonder the scripture says no weapon formed against you will prosper. Mm -hmm. So dads, you have to be the priest of your home. Have that icon corner. Go and pray there. My kids don't want to come. Fine. Don't lambast them. Don't, don't, don't scold them. You stand there and pray. Um, my, my, my wife is an Orthodox. Boy, I get it. That's tough. You have to be judicious about that. And you have to invite with the joy of the Lord that's in your life. Not forcing, not browbeating, not shaming. That's not the way God treats you. Don't treat your kids that way. If God doesn't shame you, don't shame your kids. Don't shame your wife. Amen. Be a priest in your home and allow the grace of God to woo and to draw, not drive. Does that make, does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. It's tough for me because I'm. You know, no, I, I, I'm not saying it's easy. I, well, <laughs> I'm saying I agree that's the right approach. But I mean, it, I, is, it is the it is the right approach. Yeah. But I swear, if anybody figures out how to do it, will y'all write me and let me know? Because <laughs> I mean, it's this is this is tough for me. I got yeah. a real strong personality, and I'm, I'm a pretty demanding guy, uh, and and I and I, and I get it. Uh, but I've got to lead. I can't drive. Right. Amen. That's, uh, no, that's I mean, tough for us sometimes, especially yeah. when our egos get involved. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, hard work. I know for me, it's uh, a lot of it uh, is about overcoming the anger that seems to well up when I step out of my home office into the chaos that is. Um, you know, my, my, I have two small children, four and two. And uh, you know, my wife's a stay-at-home mom, so she's in it all day. And I come out and I'm like, okay, going back into the I, office. Now. I'm out. Oh, no. <laughs> Mine's 13 and nine, two girls. Oh, man. And, yeah. and, and to be honest with you, we're not homeschoolers. My wife is a teacher. Okay. But uh, she teaches at a school. And, uh, and now that the kids are all on top of us and, and, and uh, <laughs> there's uh, sibling rivalry going on, I mean, this isn't easy. No, it's not. Uh, but it's worth it. Uh, but I, I confess to you, I'm the same way. I walk into the door. And, the, and it's almost like this, just a, yes. come fix everything. They descend. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, wait a second. Let me run in the background here. So, well, I had uh, Dr. Uh, Mamalakis on a couple episodes ago. Oh, he and uh, he, said he, has, he said he had all seven kids at home. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Oh, yes. I'm just, you know, I'm just not Christian enough. I'm, seriously. <laughs> I'm just... I'm just not Christian enough, but what I, what I do know is that 
it, it isn't being rescued out of this struggle that's, that, that produces the deep spirituality. It's being faithful in the midst of the struggle, not getting relief. Because if I keep looking for relief, then I'm going to start wondering, well, goodness, maybe God doesn't love me because I'm not, I'm not getting any help here. I'm not getting any relief. Right. It isn't about getting relief. It's about being formed and shaped, mm-hmm. and it's about staying faithful regardless of the external circumstances. And that's the hard work. It really is. Yeah. Well, speaking of, of staying faithful and just having something, uh, to, I guess, to remind you of that, what, what is your, one of your favorite Bible verses or quotes from the Holy Fathers that really speak to you and you carry with you? You know, that's what the Apostle Paul said uh, to the Galatians when he said, I am crucified with Christ. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, I live. I'm crucified with Christ. We're going to go to the Lord with the Lord to his crucifixion. And, gang, <laughs> we wear crosses around our necks. We, we, have, we make the sign of the cross. You understand the only purpose of a cross is to kill you, right? <laughs> I mean, it, it, yeah. it, it doesn't have another use. It doesn't have another use. It's not, you know, it's not like for, you know, for the grapevines to grow up. No, the only purpose for a cross is to kill you. Uh, and so Paul says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet it is not I that lives, but it's Christ that lives inside of me. And the life that I now live in the flesh, in the everyday life, in the chaos of the kids running around and the mess and all the foolishness and the aggravation. The life that I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Uh, that's a very powerful reminder, for me at least, that this is the work that we're doing now. It's the work of crucifixion uh, that Paul, Paul says in another place, I die daily. Uh, and that's, that's what this is about. But at the same time, keeping that in mind, it, sounds, it, can, be, it can sound like it's morose and and, you know, self-flagellation, all that kind of stuff. And it's nothing like that at all. In, in fact, if that's the attitude that you have about it, no wonder you don't want to go to the cross. Right. But I go to the cross in the full knowledge that Jesus Christ has conquered death. Mm. Amen. So that any suffering that I'm going through is of necessity boundaried by the power of the love of God and his resurrection. Mm. It's temporary. Yeah. So because of that, I can face all this with joy. At least that's what I'm called to anyway. Amen. Thank, thank you for sharing this. this is, I think this is going to be really, it's going to be something that really speaks to, to fathers especially. Because, you know, like we said, it, the weight is all on our shoulders, if, or it feels like that at times. Yeah. Um, as we wind down here, Father, is there anything that I didn't ask you that you'd like to share right now? Well, I just... Um, I don't know if we take the time to say thank you uh, for those of us who are, uh, who are in ministry. You understand that the priest gets as much or more from being a priest as the people do who are ministered by, uh, mm. by the priesthood. It's, it's always symbiotic. It's never, you know, us versus them, although it, it can feel that way at times, and that's the trick of the evil one. Uh, the reality is the priesthood has been given to me for my salvation. If somebody else gets a benefit of it, glory to God. That's gravy. It go, all the glory goes to Jesus Christ. The, the point is, um, my situation was in my life that, that the Holy Spirit knew, unless I had the calling of the priesthood, there's a good chance I wouldn't be a Christian. So that's how sick I was. I needed to be a priest. 
<laughs> but at the same time, doing stuff like this, and we get a chance to visit with each other and get to know one another uh, and to share our lives with one another, it's this is the grace of God to us. And, mm-hmm. and I thank God for it. I thank God for your ministry, uh, and especially what you're doing for men. Because I'm going to tell you what, um, the men in our church are absolutely vital, no matter who you are. You may not be the priest, you may not be the deacon, you may not be the chanter, but you have a spiritual gift that the Holy Spirit has uniquely given you to serve in the body of Christ as the royal priesthood. Uh, and um, doing this kind of stuff here. Cutting in on in, in and out of product. Sorry about that. <laughs> that's not not your fault. I think it's on our end. We've been having a lot of uh, challenges of late, but I just thank God for this ministry, and I thank God for the um, the, the, the devotionals that you're doing for dads. God bless you. Good strength to you all, men. I, I appreciate that. Uh, Father, wh- where, where can we learn more about Faith Encouraged? Faithencouraged.org. That's, uh, that's encouraged with an E-D at the end. Faithencouraged.org is the website. Uh, the parish is uh, Saints Raphael, Nicholas, and Irene Greek Orthodox Church in Cumming, Georgia. Uh, and, uh, you can go there or you can go to the, uh, store.ancientfaith.com and find out about journey to fullness as well. Uh, and of course, all the stuff that we do, uh, you can sign up for the daily devotional and uh, read the scriptures with us every day, uh, and, uh, spend some time. We're also doing a Facebook live, uh, devotional, a prayer and an encouraging word at noon on Eastern time, uh, on Facebook live at, at our uh, Facebook page. Barnabas Powell and journey to, and also faith encouraged TV on YouTube. Uh, if you go to YouTube, look up faith encouraged TV and uh, you'll see all of our homilies and some special messages as well. Beautiful. I'll be sure to link all that up in the show notes so people can, can, can get right to it. Father Barnabas, this has been a pleasure and very special for me in particular. You've really helped me in the beginning of my Orthodox journey. So I, I appreciate that. Thank you, David. Bless your heart and, and good strength, everyone. Uh, Kalo Pasca, uh, good, pa- good Pasca to everyone. And uh, remember, Christ is risen. Indeed, he is risen. Thank you, Father. Thank you for listening to Dad Devotionals with me, Dave Domzowski. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, and also email us at daddevotionals at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash daddevotionals and also youtube.com slash daddevotionals. Make sure to subscribe, like us, do whatever you got to do to stay in touch. Thank you for listening.